0: good morning world once again this is another week in the the fifth
1: Ward wildcat and the home am i sitting across from this is kg and we are here doing another podcast Internationally renowned podcast of the KGM people walk Wildcats show. So let's get started with the scores.
0: All right, let's start out with how uh, the past weekend. Uh, Rice won women's volleyball won their invitation of the two. The women's soccer team went two for uh, this weekend, beating LSU on Friday night one zero. Then on Sunday it turned right around and beat Sam Houston State four one. The Football team as we know lost to Texas thirty four nine on the road. They will open up at home this weekend at 2.30 p.m. Uh, against Purdue. They celebrate 100 years of football. U of H football gave UCLA a bad trip to Houston. U of H wins uh, 38-34. Women's soccer team, they lost to, uh on last night uh, to LSU, 1-2. They played TSU this Friday. What's the score? 1-2. Come on, man.
1: Come on. Don't be like folks don't know how to give scores. U of H lost 2-1. 2-1. Really? Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. We're going to say two to one. Two to one. When the score comes first. All right. All right, then. Correction. Thank you, sir.
0: I appreciate it. A loss is a loss. Whatever you want to say. Now they they are are, uh, uh, hoping for a um, better situation on Friday. They play Texas Southern at home. Both teams are, uh, under, uh, have not won a game this season, and they look to correct that. Just one of those two teams has to win. One of those teams has to win, and that will be U of H. Uh, St. Thomas went uh, won volleyball, went 4-for-2 in the uh, Labor Day Tournament. St. Jack Williams volleyball beat Lon Morris in a season opener. Men's soccer team took it on the chin this weekend. They had uh, out of town at Tyler. They tied the uh, first game. They had a tie against Cloud Community College, and they lost the second game to Barton Community College. Uh, HBU, women's volleyball split in the rights invitation, and the women's soccer team went 2-0 and zero over the past weekend on the road. And that are the scores for this past
1: weekend according to the 5th Ward Wildcat. But, sir, you're not giving folks all the information. Where well, else can they find out oh, more information about these teams? They can all find out at, at uh, the College Sports Report blog
0: at w w w a s k v say it again say it again w, w-, w- dot right a s a say c- it. okay okay <laughs> a k- s v v c s r dot blockspot dot com
1: and that AKSV stands for what? A king size view, the college sports reporter. All right, sir, what's on your brain? You want to talk about this BS with Baylor right off the top?
0: Well, you know what? <laughs> I don't, they, they basically stepped in and said, okay, we want our piece of cut. You know, we sit down to the side, and then we, want, we want our piece of the pie.
1: You have to pay us to, to, to move on. In case, since this is Wednesday morning, if folks have not heard, uh, <coughs> excuse me, the SEC presidents have uh, voted to approve Texas A&M as the 13th member of the Southeastern Conference. Just, uh, that was a formality. Yeah. However, the Baylor, Baylor University has apparently uh, decided to test the waters and. Test their pull up their pants. That test the water, <laughs> and then to step in and says, "Okay, put their, I'm here." Put their foot in the in the soup pot, whatever you want to call it, and deep it, in, and uh, slow things down a bit. Um, let's re- see how we want to word this. Uh, the SEC presidents want assurances that, that no individual Big 12 school will sue for a contractual interference over AM's departure. Baylor has not given that assurance to this point. Do you think it will? Well, depends on the, Well, it's all hypocrisy because years ago, when the Southwest Conference was was falling apart. I don't see I don't remember no Baylor, Baylor didn't no step and up And say all this stuff well, No Bob and have Bullock be, have No Landrich And, and in, in, end up Crapping over You're raising rice And that's a new And TCU So why they look, Being all High and mighty now You know So the hell with them different administration and no help in the state legislation well, they and they that, that's what it boils They on. see writing on the wall and there's Big 12 folds, then they're up the creek without a paddle. That's what that's what it comes down well, to. They, they can be welcome over so, to So to, to their the credit, they're of looking the off number one, but they were looking out, you know, whatever. Karma, what goes around comes around. So Big 12 falls, Baylor will be looking to join a conference, is that's the Mountain West, Karma USA or whatever, we'll see how things go. But let's, it all leads up to one thing that I want to discuss, is this super conference 16, four, four conference, 16 team nonsense that people seem to believe is going to be okay. a boon to college football. All right, now, do we start with the football
0: side of it, or do we go straight to where the problems are going to occur concerning the other sports on campus?
1: Well, the reason for, the, the impetus for the mega conferences is, is football, and the fo- football is the money maker, we all know that, however, it, the mega conferences are going to have a negative impact on the other sports. Now, folks, this
0: is what you got to pay attention to. Every bit of money that is made on the football side, because I've seen what the super conference and the travel schedules now look like when you got 16 teams in the conference, you have to pay out that money that you bring in from football the soccer men's and women's basketball to baseball uh your racist case you got to pay out the softball also uh track and field and let's see what else uh, uh what other sports are on, on uh swimming 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 and diving and track and field would be the worst your worst nightmare because of the equipment and all that that is set aside now that they have to travel with only you know along with the team and because the airlines have changed the travel you know travel policy as far as carry-ons or whatever you're pretty much stuck out so the money that you made you now become one of the also ran because now you have no money in the budget because you spent it all on the other sports and you can't re- subtract sports like you used to not now title nine is, 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 is there and it's, it's staring you dead in the face so what do you what do you do where, where do you go and and also you uh, most of the big uh, the uh, teams in the big twelve in the north they have wrestling programs right so that's another sport that you got to look out for whether that uh... you got to find a place for them
1: to go and play well let me ask you this let's cut to the chase our colleague and fellow S. P. Walter graduate Jerome Solomon of the Houston Chronicle wrote Think that
0: something uh, had something to say to
1: that he made up he made a good point. Who have you heard in athletic department coaches, media? Who have you heard that's in favor of these mega conferences?
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I want to hear one coach say to make a statement. Well, he made a, a, a comment of. Uh, as the world goes, the inevitable will happen. That's Bob from Oklahoma. You know, and, you and, can and, mention and, his name. And, and, That's fine. He and, said it. And He's the only person that has mentioned it. But the other coaches that we speak to, at least that I speak to uh, on the football side, have basically said, you know, no coaches were involved in putting all this in putting this together. And Sherman has, to his credit, he has a very difficult task from day one. When all of this came about, instead of the folks going and asking the accoladed director or the president, they just laid it all on his doorsteps and he's trying to prepare for a season. You have to give him a lot of credit because he's under a lot of pressure right now because the questions and all that he should not be concerned with in a press conference, he's having to answer, to answer to it on a regular basis. And, and I don't see anybody asking Brown that same question.
1: That's because Mac Brown's football team is not expected to do very well, nor are they ranked in the top 10 like the Aggies are. Um, You know, but ironically, because the Longhorns are the crux of this whole dilemma, because the Longhorn Network, the deal that they signed with ESPN, is one of the reasons why the Aggies have decided to leave and will inevitably join the SEC. So, which leads us to, and I really don't want to talk about all this moving and shaking and conference shuffling and all this kind of stuff, but, but, it, we, but we, we have to do within it.
0: Within a month and a half, it's going to affect what you and I do
1: on a regular basis. That's basketball. Right. Uh, but will the Longhorns go to the Pac-12, soon to be the Pac-16 like Oklahoma
0: wants to? That's what's going to happen because they're the only one, that, that commission is the only one that has made a statement of finding a way to incorporate that network along with the conference. Well, they're going to have to share the money. Yeah. Now. will the Longhorns do that? By him being the only one that has, has stepped up and says, okay, we're going to find a way to make this work. You're
1: talking about Larry Scott at Pac-, yeah. PAC 12 now? yeah. He says they're going to have, going to, have to share the money. Longhorns won't nah. have to. You know, it's not impossible, and there are, are out clauses or whatever they want to call them in the contract that the Longhorn Network has with ESPN, blah, 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 blah all that kind of stuff. Well, well there's a will as a way. Wait, if the Longhorns want to be a. Good partner, A relevant. Relevant. They will partner. do what's necessary. Relevant partner. They will do what's agreeable to uh, the members of the Pac-12 and go along to get along. If not, then they have two other options: and go independent, which is what they're looking to do, or they can beg TCU to not join the Big East, come to the Big 12, and, and pay add, pay add, pay add pay. U of h and BYU. And whoever else wouldn't be necessary to fill out and reform a Big 12. 12 Air Force. Though, and, do, and Air Force and do that, you know. And uh, Mark Cuban, a man who's made a dollar or two in his, in his time. Uh, he made a couple of peanuts. He's He wrote on his blog post, and I linked to it on my uh, commentary blog on, on com. that all this mega-conference stuff doesn't mean school's going to get more money. It does not mean a TV contracts going to increase based on uh, the number of teams in a conference. The TV's networks want quality matchups Quality matchups go about four or five deep in each conference More teams you add, you're going to water down the conference And slice up the pie Sixteen teams in the the conference, that's sixteen slices of the pie So at some point, teams nine through sixteen will become irrelevant And soon enough, when they become irrelevant, they'll be like, why are we still here? We need. To, we're not getting a big enough piece piece of the pie. So what can we do to increase our slice of the pie? Which will inevitably what will, will happen? They won't we'll want to leave and try to form their own thing. Which, sir, you know firsthand. 1995, the Western Athletic Conference had a 16-team league. And what happened? It
0: dissolved. Was dissolved within the next season. They got it done during the conference tournament, and then and made the announcement within a week to ten days. That July, that conference formed, became an automatic qualifier for basketball. That's why we have 31 AQs now. Now you're talking about totally changing the structure of which which where we're, where we're headed now, changing the structure of other athletic sports other but college sports down the road basketball will change because now it's, you don't know where that, 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 that other aq will, will come in at because now you got to form another conference you got to change structures and when you try to put the united because the two fellows that are sitting in this room have been at a mock selection trying to put that that board together when you've got all these teams in the same conference which stipulates in the parameters they should not be. Uh, what, well, we do, we do our selection. Election.
1: The committee well, what they're they're right, did you know. they, they don't. They do look at conference affiliation while they're putting the tournament bracket together. Even though everybody pretty much knows that Connecticut is in the Big East. You know, for example, you know what? But when it comes to filling out a bracket nine teams if a conference, if, if a team is good enough to get it in a tournament, they should be in, they'll be in a tournament regardless if it makes them nine or ten teams from the same conference. So that's that's what they tell us and we saw that firsthand. and that is true, whether the folk want to believe it or not. That is how a practice put together based on the best teams available and the rules and procedures. So we hammered home over and over again the procedures and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> But the WAC fell apart because of geography you had teams yeah of the uh, regional rivalries
0: they they felt that they were losing uh, just losing a connection and in the process they uh, made a decision uh, with the uh, the schools that are now in the mountain west Colorado state New Mexico uh, Utah, BYu that they because was it right in, in the wax? All the teams that were left out of the big 12 fell into the whack. That's basically what transpired because Was well, you know, wasn't TCU in the whack? Yes, and, for, and they went to where? The Mountain West and I moving on west, again and I was moving again. They, and then they now for whatever reason is interesting that they found a way to maximize that situation. And the only school out of the Southwest Conference that maximized that situation better than anyone else, including Arkansas. Because when they moved from a conference that that situation got better financially uh, academic wise, athletic wise it's, it's that brand got better
1: and now they're but moving that's for one sport for, well football that that is a sport that's carrying the weight Weight. because and basketball being basketball it stinks. and they're about to sting even more going to the Big East. Now, the bar has been raised a hell of a lot. They have to reach it. But at the time when they made moves, it was more
0: so of a uh, administration move because none of their programs were that relevant at that point. Uh, Gary Patterson hadn't arrived on campus uh, to, to, to change things. But with that being said, they're the only school that I know that we all recognize that made a better move when they made a move.
1: Yeah, it worked out for them so far. Yes, I'll give them credit. But but as you said
0: Now they're moving to a conference that's a, a BCS automatic qualifier, and now the bar is set. They just lost this week, this past weekend, to Baylor in a very exciting game. We're going to find out what is in what what they have left because that was a. That was a heartbreaker. You losing a game that late, you, know, you and I both know, know when football, when, when you lose that late, even if it's early in the season, you got to fight to get back into the game. Because now these folks that vote, you and I haven't reached that point yet, but we will someday. Uh, they're looking at them on a weekly basis saying, uh, I don't know, because. Boys now
1: well, is well, relevant. TCU has to rely on Baylor having winning, winning a lot more of the well, games throughout the season go for that to. for their loss to Baylor to look good well that
0: yeah that's true because in wars in two thousand and one uh, when uh, Nebraska made that run and the schools that they beat even though they were in uh, irrelevant conferences. Those teams had
1: to continue to win, right? Mm-hmm. That's part. That's part of this. That's what happens when you don't have playoffs. You have to allow. You have to have opponents. Opponents do well. All that kind of stuff. Okay. You know. But yesterday I heard talk about you know all this conference shuffling. That biggies may uh, take Kansas, Kansas State, or take Missouri. Uh, I heard even late last night about talk that. The SEC was looking at West Virginia to become the 14th team. West Virginia. But anyhow, talk about uh, the Big East right, going, you, to, going to 20 schools for basketball. And I think out of those 20, 12 of them maybe would be football schools. But 20 schools competing in basketball in one conference. That is not a conference. That's right. two 10-team conferences under one umbrella. Twenty con- teams in one conference. You're not even going to play the other teams. The other ten teams on the other side. That's not a conference. <clears throat> that's what all this mega conference stuff is. It's for money. It is. It's, it's, common sense is not being discussed or thought of in any of these discussions because. A twenty-team conference. Let's get- it, even, in, even in your
0: your best scenario, where you, you still allowing the same amount of games to be played before the, the before postseason, the best you can do is what twelve uh, of about fifteen teams one
1: time once around the conference a 12 a I mean if, personally
0: because if you if you got
1: a 20 team if, if, anything more than 12 teams in 12 schools in a conference is, is too much for me that's, that's my opinion on it I mean I know the biggies in basketball it's, it's I know all that but that, that allows you to still play the majority of everybody at least twice I mean you're going to play everybody in your division twice and then the other side you may you know you'll play probably everybody once well, and then you in know it, in it, a, home and away in a, kind of thing in a,
0: folks in a 16 team conference you play everybody once every other year, right. uh, 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 Every
1: two years, right? And that's that's, and, and, how, and that's. How is that good for robberies? How is that good for building interest in the other teams in, in, in your quote unquote conference? Even though it's two conferences rolling under one umbrella. I that mean that, and all you did and all you're doing
0: is, and this is just, let's just look at it for what it is. This is all risen up because boys is they, still considered an outsider, but for whatever reason. They prove themselves on the football field, and people don't want the little school. And they'll still get screwed. they can go undefeated this season and, and still not have a chance in next year. And, and the best and the and folks, this is being honest. The best I can see them finishing, running the table the rest of the way, is either fourth or fifth, and not and actually fifth, and not getting a shot at, 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 at a viable. But, uh, but but
1: but according to all the the they won't finish there. Bup- no, no. According to all the Buppeties, you know. Division 1 football is great, perfect as it is, you know, and doesn't need a playoff, doesn't need an A and 1, you know. It doesn't matter if it seems like boys can go undefeated and won't even get shot for the National Championship. So to hell with it. Everything's perfect. Screw them. Forget all that crap. I'm done talking about that BS. I'm, I'm done talking about the BS, the BCS, and all that. Let's talk about some more nonsense some more rhetoric. The NBA lockout. How's that for a segway people? <laughs> Uh, what, what, are, what are y'all doing? I'm going to ask because I don't cover that group. The NBA uh, owners of play, well, the players, the uh, people of in consequence, David Stern, Adam Silver, Peter Holt, owner of the Spurs, uh, the, the big people, big-time folks, meeting a small groups with uh, Derek Fisher, president of the Players Association, Billy Hunter. They're meeting today in New York. The National Labor Relations Board is also meeting with both sides to uh, basically explain where they are the situation and and uh, they hear both sides of the case for um, lockout legalities and I'm, I'm being trying to make it as simple as possible not boring people to death while they listen to the podcast but it's a big day meeting but it's today's a day of negotiation that both sides um, hopefully things will move further along it's the second time in the week that they will have met or will meet to discuss a new collective bargaining agreement uh, colleague a gentleman I have not met yet, but I've read and known for quite a while through his reading. Chris Sheridan started his own website, SheridanHoops.com, this week. Yesterday he wrote in his first post for the website that uh, NBA lockout sides are closer than what you think. And he he, he reasons and rationalizes a few things. The money is not far apart over a 10-year over a potential agreement. And the reasons for it almost convinced me that... Uh, there will be a season uh, on time this year he, he even he explains his reasons for his his thoughts and why he feels this way his, right. his projected timeline. i'm just going to read you the projected timeline that he has october 1st an agreement will be reached okay. on the aggregate dollars october 4th all many issues are settled october 5th through the 19th the agreement will be put in writing October 20th, free agency will open and players already under contract are allowed to report to their teams. October 21st to 31st, training camps are held and each team plays two exhibition games. November 1st, the season opens on time with three games and we have 82 game schedule, 82 game season. To his credit, now I want to say this, he has been one of the few national writers. From almost January of this year to believe that there will, that there will be a full 82 game 2011, 2012 season. And so he has not changed. He'll be out in September. He's still sticking to that. And he's a connected writer. He's, he worked for ESPN, worked for the Associated Press for years. So he's very connected in, in the NBA circles. Even on today's um, as we talk in Wednesday's write-up he has a exclusive on the site about potentially a, a third round add to the NBA draft and some reasons uh, things that may shake up the draft or where a team that don't make the playoffs will get two picks in the first round teams that do make the playoffs won't get picked till the second round so a lot of different ideas and proposals that he's heard from owners and he's heard from the players so that's very interesting stuff so hopefully we'll have I'll have a season to cover um, a few more things U of H women announced their basketball schedule Tuesday, HBU men announced their schedule on Monday, but officially came out because we had Labor Day, of course. And then I think the Rice men announced their schedule in basketball last week. So uh, I do believe and Rice HPU and HBU play each other. HBU men, men have, ahead, have announced their schedule. To Rice and HBU play each other this year, is that correct? Yes. And the date for that is, let's see, Rice, and it's going to be at Sharp Gym. It's going to be November 30th. And uh, I know the Owls also will host St. Thomas. Yes. And you know the head coach over there. Who he is? Who, sir? It is. Todd. What is that guy's name? Todd Smith. Todd Smith. Uh, the St. Thomas Seltz. Yes. Come to Tudor the Fieldhouse on December third. Uh, coach Smith was assistant coach at the at Rice under Coach Willis Wilson. Who is now that, the head uh, coach at Texas a and Corpus Christi, who also will come to to the Fieldhouse. house December, December 28th. Uh-uh. So uh, we will get a chance to see two of our buddies come to town and, and probably lose. To uh, the Isles, I know St. Thomas definitely will lose, and we'll see what Willis has w- with uh, the Islanders as they come to town. But uh, we'll tell him I have no problem calling and telling him to the podcast I'm predicting them to lose to the Isles on December 28th to Arsalan Kazemi and crew. So uh, I get it good. And if you haven't seen Arsalan play. Listeners, you need to check him out this season. He's got his junior year. I think we're all done with the talk about him going pro. I just went to the NBA after this season. I think he's so, yes, the junior year and senior year at Rice. You need to come see him play. He's an excellent ball player. Still waiting on word from the University of Houston men's program to announce their schedule. Still trying to finalize some details. Uh, waiting on the Rice women's, same thing with them, finalize their, their schedule. And if they got a kid they going to play. Uh, we'll talk about, more about her, Jessica Custer. She'll be a sophomore at Rice. So, it's September. We're a month away, about six weeks away from start basketball practice and basketball media day. Conference USA will be in Dallas in like October 11th, right. yeah. We're waiting for the date for the Big 12. That should be roughly a week after Conference USA in Kansas City. Wildcat and myself are planning. Hopefully, we'll attend both of those, and we'll have interviews posted on each of our websites. And we'll probably may even. Have a treat for the listeners as well during some of the podcasts as well so keep listening to uh, our podcasts we go along to get along and strive to give you information and insight as only the two of us can provide because how long have you been doing this? How long have you been coming sports? I, I've thought about it. It's about combined more than about 30 years. Yeah, at least. So, at least. So, you know, I'm younger than him, so he is a mentor of mine. But he's been doing this a long time. And I learned from him, met this man, and at, uh, we've come right south basketball. And, and we've been uh, road dogs, dogs every day it, it was not her. We were in the Crows' nest watching, <laughs> watching, watching, looking down on the court, watching uh, the girls play and watching uh, the ladies kick butt and get their tournament and the fellas. <laughs> Do, do what, what they, they do and, <laughs> and not get to tournaments with all that talent. But um Yeah. Yes. Let's see, is there anything you wanna wrap up in closing here, you know, I think we've covered a lot of uh, different topics. What 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 do you want to say in, a, in conclusion? <laughs> in conclusion,
0: folks, get out to support your local uh, athletic program college and uh, uh, programs this weekend. Oh, by the way, <laughs> so at least I forget <laughs> today is the uh, related is we need to yeah, talk about this. Yeah, let's let's talk about it, this real it, quick. That's right. <laughs> Belated. Is that the word for it? Belated Labor Day classic between Texas Southern and Prairie View. Today uh, is Yes, on Wednesday yeah. afternoon
1: will be the luncheon. Mm-hmm.
0: Saturday at, uh, uh, at Saturday uh, seven o'clock at Delmar. Delmar Field at uh, <laughs> this what field house, uh, Delmar Stadium. Uh, folks, come out and watch them play. Uh, they need some support this weekend. It, it's, it's TSU's home opener, but Prairie View.
1: Come out and, around, man. Come, come, come come out and watch Texas Southern defense. Um probably wreak havoc on Prairie View based on what the Panthers display Sunday afternoon on ESPN on national television in the Meat Squat talent versus bethune Cookman as they got rolled and embarrassed. Six three to fourteen.
0: At some point you you should as they say band up, you should just pull it up and just say, Okay, I, we died 42 night We got that
1: definitely. Let's, let's just go just, just kick some butt. Hopefully, Sunday's loss will be rock bottom for a Coach uh, Northern and the, and the and the Panthers this this season because that was it was bad. It's, and it's, but there wasn't a conference game, so look at it like that. It was out of conference and move on. this top. for embarrassed. Himself. But they not embarrass themselves. themselves. They embarrass themselves. Go the to the conference. That's a that's, you went to an area that you used to recruit
0: on a, on a regular basis. I mean, this is, black college football, you know, was was a big thing for them to to, to uh, not just have FAMU and, and Bethune Cookman to go and play in Florida. You know, come to Texas Southern, come to uh, come play in SWAC. You know, that was a, that was a big thing back in the day. You know, now you but you just went to an area that you had a name. And now your name is Mudd, because you got to find yourself
1: now. Oh, we'll see how the how the squad responds to getting their behinds kicked. So this Saturday, the 10th, at Del Mar versus Texas Southern. And, you know, TSU's picked to finish second behind Grambling in the, in the division of, uh, of the Western Division of the SWAC. So TSU, they may have less scholarships and less depth, but their first... They're starting the units on offense and defense. That's the defense. Oh, yeah. It's going to cause a lot of folks problems. And first up for the Tigers is Prairie View. And I expect TSU to win the game based, really based on that defense. That defense... Probably going to force PB to commit some turnovers, short fields. DC will will win that way. I just hope uh, I hope it's going to be a good crowd. You know, I hope it's sold out. What Mar seats what twelve thousand, maybe something like that, maybe twelve to fifteen. Yeah. Hopefully, it's 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 sold out or close to it. Um, My Cougars go on the road to play uh, North Texas, six o'clock.
0: Brand new stadium. uh, New uh, some uh, mobile uh, app. Hey, they are not in London, putting money
1: in our pockets. We're not going to mention them. So, you know, so, uh, you know the they, new stadium, North Texas is, is another hey, bump got, on got the road. I have got a home opener. You know,
0: it's, it's, U of H is going on the road now. And, and, and folks, let me tell you something. It's a show now. They can they can do a lot of things. It's it's offense, it, this
1: office you know, did well against
0: UCLA. And, and not, it, it, let's just say it. Case got his legs up on him. He got knocked around this weekend early on. He got a feel now they'll settle down they got a week out in their blood folks come watch the cougars
1: play come watch the cougars play oh, you say and you I'm, want the cougars you expect the cougars I'm, to drive up there to didn't go see the cougars they, play in North texas you yeah, know I don't what this.
0: i'm just okay let's go with that you had just only just only 31,000 announced and every time you you and the cohort next to me—that uh, was in the press box. People are looking around, and I'm, I'm like, "See that? See that?" I'm talking about empty spaces. Right. At, at a home game, a home opener, you should not have an empty space. When you want to move to a new conference, folks want to know you're relevant. And I tell
1: you, when you, money is it, don't be. Perhaps them. they were outside. Tell you're Give a crap. So are you are you are you done? Are you talking bad about my program? Well, uh, because there weren't actual butts in the seats. That's right. That that has been that way for years. Yes. Are you expect yes. a miracle yes. overnight? Somebody change it. I'm glad that they've had they have now thirty one thousand small steps. Yes, the place wasn't sold out. Anybody would ask to see if the place wasn't sold out with actual butts in the seats, but small steps. We Cougars are have a long way to go. Excuse. You know I No excuses. They have a long way to go. They need to realize that. They need to do something to take those steps to get better. <laughs> and I, and that and starts this year when it comes to USA. Okay, now,
0: someone mentioned something in the press box the other day uh, uh, that a new stadium is, is, is duly uh, needed. But it was mentioned that they shouldn't be. Irrelevant. What facilities? I could say both facilities need to be redone. How uh, fine is it? has been around a while. Forever and a day. Robinson is older than I am, uh, and I'm getting closer to sixty than I am to the fifty. And, and folks, you, know, you got to get that. You know, something's got to happen within before the season is over, and announcement should be made. I agree. I, 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 I think at homecoming, an announcement should be made. Either at halftime or during one of those long extended timeouts, that we will be playing. As, as, as the AD or the, or the president should be saying, we, University, University of St. Cougars, and I'm wrapping up here uh, because I don't, I don't, we, we've got a lot to go to. And my stomach is talking to me now. Uh, but that should be an announcement at homecoming. That it, the stadium will be started on as soon as the season is over, and you all will be playing at uh, at Reliant until everything gets finished. Well, well, I so I, I, I put that statement should be
1: made. I agree, I agree. I'm, I'm, I, agree. Um, I mean, it, and a it, uh, renovated football stadium, renovated hall fines, all those things go in line with. The buildings that are being constructed all around campus. I mean, the University of Houston has got construction, garage, parking garage going up, uh, new buildings uh, for education. I mean, the different departments are going up all over the, the campus. So in line with that, to go along with that, the stadium needs not needs to be made regarding the stadium. I want to see, you know, if you want to call it a new football stadium or, you know, a technically remodeled, whatever, new whatever, I want to see it before I can no longer see. Okay, you know, so I have you know corrective glasses to see right now. So before my vision is gone in 20 years, whatever, I want to see a new stadium. Yeah, because you're you're quite younger than I am. So you know, that's that's my point exactly. You know, we've been talking about breaking ground for a a year and some change now. Hopefully. with the shovel in the ground at the end of this season, end of the school year, spring of 2012, and get that done because that would be just to see the a shovel go in the ground toward a, a new stadium. Would just be a, a tremendous boost and a shot in the arm for all University of Houston alums, and they do. It, it, but then to see it finally done would just be icing on the cake. So hopefully that would be get done 2013 or so. And we can really talk about uh, where we are as a program and truly be at Terry Bourne University at, uh, academically and then ath- athletically as well. Where can people find you, sir? You can find me
0: at www.kingsizeview.com online. The edition is out. Uh, go and check us out. My blog is www.ataksvcsr.com blogspot.com Twitter? Twitter. Hashtag
1: A-K-S-V V-C-S-R And I am KG of the Houston Roundball Review website is HoustonRoundBallReview.com You can listen for our pod tunes on iTunes, podcast, excuse me, on iTunes, also on YouTube. I have a Houston Round Bar Review fan page on Facebook. My hashtag on Twitter is T-H-E-H-R Review. So a lot of different ways for us to interact with you and and vice versa. Thank you once again for listening. Tell a friend to uh, listen as well. The more the merrier. And wrap it up. In conclusion, be true, be cool. And do more